0: Welcome to the Mental Endurance Podcast. I'm Vanessa Forster, and I teach you how to build mental endurance to match your physical endurance. The result? A breakthrough performance without buying that next fancy bike, training more, or even racing more. You can train your mind like you train your body. Stick around to find out how. Hello, athletes, and welcome back to the podcast. This week, I received a really kind shout out on social media that I want to tell you about. So, the listener shared with me how she likes that I have rather short intros and I get right to the point of the episode. And while I'm not really doing that (laughs) by sharing this with you, I want to tell you my why behind doing that. I am very committed to keeping my intros on the short side. And the length of the episodes to like 15 to 20 minutes or less. Unless it's a special episode where I have an interview or something like that. I want to tell you why because it's 100% on purpose. It doesn't just happen by accident. I actually have two reasons why. So number one, I personally... Prefer shorter intros and shorter podcast episodes. And while I'm here to share content and concepts with you as the listener, if I'm not enjoying it, then there's no point. So, selfishly, it's for me too. (laughs) It's way more fun to get juicy and to the point so you can get back to training and put what you learn into practice, which is always, always, always my goal. And secondly, I believe, and I continue to build my belief, that time doesn't equal value. This is one way that I work to disrupt what I I believe has become so normalized for so many of us, that we have to put in more time in order to get more things out of it. For me, I don't need a 60-minute to two-hour podcast to deliver something useful for you. My goal is to keep it top quality. And you know that I love to make all of the connections. So this concept is just like in our physical training. More time doesn't make your training better. It's what you do with the time that matters. Okay. So you can continue to expect short intros and episodes under 20 minutes in the spirit of jumping right in. Let's do it. As promised, After last week's episode on belief responsibility, I got to thinking, okay, if it's on each of us to take responsibility for our own belief and not put that job on others, then where is the best place to start? Because when I think about just belief or self-belief, that's a pretty nebulous concept. And when something isn't clear, it's pretty easy to ignore or resist. So. I want to offer a specific way to approach this in yourself. I actually did a workshop on this concept a while back, and it was very well received, so I wanted to bring it here on the podcast too, and it really fit within the belief theme pretty seamlessly. So this is within the context of belief responsibility, remember, that I talked about on last week's episode. It is our own responsibility first to believe in ourselves. It's not anyone else's job. When they believe Think about it like a gift for them, but it's not their job. So let's get a little more specific on belief. There is one belief you can get to work on today in building, and it's what I call your result capacity. So your result capacity is the current capacity you have to create the result you want. And by result that you want, I mean smash that bold goal of yours. The result you want to create is always the goal you want to achieve. So that current capacity is measured in your belief. So that means result capacity is the belief you have in your ability to achieve your goal. You want to have a greater result capacity because a greater result capacity means a greater capacity to achieve. You can literally finish this episode and start working on increasing your result capacity today. But before you go off and start increasing your result capacity, we got to know where you're starting from. So I have a few questions for you to ask yourself to know where your result capacity is right now. So take some time to ask yourself these questions. And actually, I'll tell you what they are in just a second. Let me preface them first. If you're not driving and you're close to a pen and paper or you have your phone handy, write these questions down or add them to the notes section of your phone. Any question that I ever pose on this podcast is meant to make you think And that thinking, the simple act of taking time to think, is you increasing your mental endurance. If you want to be able to run further faster, you got to put in the miles. And if you want to be able to think and believe at a higher level, you have to put in the metaphorical miles by thinking different, which starts by answering these questions that might require a little time for considering. So don't breeze past this part, okay? (laughs) Okay, so three questions to answer to find out where your current result capacity is. First question, what do I believe about my goal? The goal itself, what do I believe about my goal? Second question, what do I believe about myself as an athlete working towards this goal? What do I believe about myself as an athlete working towards this goal? And third, what do I believe about my ability to achieve this goal? What do I believe about my ability to achieve this goal? So answering these three questions allows you to get curious about your current result capacity. And why does it matter? Why does it matter what your current result capacity is? It matters because it is the thing that influences whether or not you will actually achieve the goal or not. The answers to those questions inform how you feel, And how you feel informs how you show up to training towards your goal. If you believe your goal is too advantageous or you think you're not good enough to get there but you're too afraid to admit that to yourself, that is your result capacity. That in itself is your result capacity. You have a lower result capacity because it's based in lack or insufficiency, not enoughness, yes? The best thing about taking the time to answer these questions is the increased level of awareness it provides for your unintentional thinking. That's the thinking that you aren't even aware that's happening behind the scenes. And if you find that you don't love the answers to these questions, then all that needs to happen is we increase your belief, which means we increase your result capacity. And I'm gonna tell you how in a bit, but before I do, take a second to consider how you think about the word capacity, like in itself, just the basic word capacity. What is your personal definition as in how do you define it? Because like everything else in life, there is a choice. Choice one in defining capacity is the maximum amount that something can contain. The maximum amount that something can contain. In that definition, the key words are maximum and contain. Choice two in defining capacity is the amount that something can produce. Key word there, is produce. Now, I didn't make these definitions up, these are Webster-style definitions, but what I wanna offer is that the way in which you choose to define the word capacity in your brain directly translates into how you define your own result capacity, which impacts where your result capacity is. How you define it in your brain because language creates your reality. Back to those definitions, notice how choice one, which was the maximum amount that something can contain and that definition puts a limit a ceiling a restriction on yes do you see that is that also how you how your brain frames your personal capacity for results notice not from judgment but from genuine sincere curiosity now on to choice 2 for how to define capacity which was the amount that something can produce so this definition is centered on what can be produced without limit from possibility. Remember, as always, this is my favorite reminder to give you, you have a human brain that will go on doing and thinking the same thing until you decide otherwise. That healthy human brain of yours does that by design. So if you're not aware of what you're thinking and believing and, or defining, you won't even know to change it. Language defines our experience. How you define capacity reveals the thoughts and beliefs you have about your own capacity. Now think back to those three questions. Do you see your result capacity from limitation or possibility? Before I qualified for Kona, I saw my result capacity from limitation, specifically limited by my constant comparison to others. My result capacity was limited because I saw I couldn't possibly be as good as them or what they had wasn't possible for me. I believed I wasn't good enough and couldn't ever be good enough, which made me feel constantly inferior and nothing I ever did training wise or race wise was good enough. I was in constant tug of war with myself without even knowing I was limiting myself from the get go. So you can even think about this result capacity idea and the way that you think about your bike FTP or some other metric like that. You can measure both objectively And you can think about the potential to increase both from the same perspective. My guess is you don't approach all of your hard training sessions thinking, I will only ever get my FTP up five watts for the rest of my life, like from a limited perspective. So why would you do that for the belief you have in your result capacity? Why would you lead with limitation? And that's exactly what I asked myself. I wasn't even aware of it until I was. And then the idea of keeping myself in limitation felt completely useless and unnecessary. I want you to think about how when we're dialed into our training, we focus a lot on those metrics like perceived exertion, watts and pace and heart rate and FTP and all that good stuff. And I'm the first to admit, I'm all about those metrics too. They're important measures of our effort and progression as athletes. But what would change for you if you added your result capacity to the list of metrics that you measure for yourself. It doesn't show up on your watch, your Zwift stats or your bike computer, and you're the only one who has access to measure it. How would your training change if you were as attached to measure your result capacity progression as you were your FTP? Your belief is limitless. Wherever you think your result capacity is right now, you can increase it. And remember, Result capacity is the belief you have in your ability to achieve your goal. And belief itself, anything you want to believe in, should be thought of as a gradient, like on a gradient. You could even add a scale, maybe 1 to 100, not an on and off switch. Because belief is not binary. When you want to build belief in something, like your result capacity, aim for incremental growth, just like you do in your physical training. Incremental growth over time lays the foundation brick by brick by brick. The same is true for belief. It's not an on and off switch. It might be brighter sometimes and dimmer others, but it's still there. And the more you practice it, the brighter it becomes with less effort. Build it incrementally and celebrate that incremental growth. So if you can choose to see your result capacity from limitation or possibility, how do you want to see it? How do you want to see it on purpose? Because how you see it will shift your experience with it. Those other metrics, watts, pace, heart rate, FTP, etc. are all based on output. But our output is always based on the quality of your inputs. I encourage you to choose to see your capacity and your life from possibility. The amount that you can produce without limit. Because that's where potential lives and it's also way more fun that way. You can produce an infinite amount of belief. Add result capacity to the list of metrics you measure for yourself. Ask yourself those questions on a regular basis. Remember, your output is based on the quality of your inputs, and the inputs comes from what you're choosing to believe. Believe in your goal. Believe that you chose it on purpose and with purpose. Believe that you are capable of achieving that goal, and believe that what you are doing, how you're training, is working. This is how you increase your result capacity. Incrementally, over time, giving as much focus to it as you give your physical training. You're worth it. It's worth it. Your goal is worth it. All right. That is it for this week, my friends. I will meet you right back here next week.
1: Hi folks, Sarah here, the founder of Live Feisty Media, the company that produces the podcast you're currently listening to. I just wanted to jump in here and invite you to our latest initiative here at Live Feisty, the Feisty Women's Performance Summit. On March 26th to 28th, we will be serving up a virtual summit like no other, designed specifically for active feisty women or anyone who wants to know how women can get the best out of our bodies throughout our lives. I think we all kind of figured out by now that a lot of sports and nutrition science studies, product and performance research is done on men and are a little confused maybe about what actually applies to us as women. So we collected experts from several arenas, physiology, psychology, nutrition science, and social sciences to get some answers. The Feisty Women's Performance Summit includes 20 educational sessions, Plus networking events, group workouts, and an expo full of supportive brands. I seriously hope you can join us on March 26th to 28th, 2021. Tickets are only $149 and all sessions will be recorded and can be viewed up to two weeks after the event. For more information or to sign up, go to womensperformancesummit.com. The link will be in the show notes, of course. That's womensperformancesummit.com. See you there, feisty friends.
0: It seems like every day there's a new wellness trend. Eat that. Do this. Avoid those. Am I right? How do you know where to start, or who to trust? Inside Tracker cuts through the noise by analyzing your blood, your DNA, lifestyle, and fitness trackers to provide you with a personalized, science-backed, trackable action plan on how to live, age, and perform better. Inside Tracker is simpler, cheaper, and more convenient than traditional blood tests. Their blood tests include biomarkers that are key to performance that you don't get from traditional blood tests like ferritin and vitamin D, and both are hugely important for us as athletes. My favorite part, they don't just give you the data, they provide you with nutrition and lifestyle tips to take action now. And for a limited time, Inside Tracker is offering my listeners 25% off their entire store. Just go to insidetracker.com slash mental endurance. Again, that's insidetracker.com slash mental endurance. Change is an inside job. Start inside. This podcast is a production of Live Feisty Media, and if you enjoy it, make sure to hit that subscribe button and leave a review. When you like and subscribe, it helps more people find it. And if you want even more juicy, actionable tips to help you train your mind weekly, you better get on my email list. When you sign up, you'll get my 10 triathlon truths your conventional tri-coach hasn't told you. So grab your copy and I'll drop other useful tips in your inbox weekly. Link is in the show notes.